welcome to Leo Roundtable at leoroundtable.com. My name is Chip DeBlock, and I'm your host. We're a group of law enforcement professionals, uh, well, mostly professionals, that talk about law enforcement issues in the news, but we do it from a law enforcement perspective. And let me go ahead and introduce the crew to you guys, if you don't mind waiting for the video portion of our show. Uh, we have attorney and former federal prosecutor, yes, he's back, Ward Mythaller. And also, all retired this evening, we have uh, Captain Brett Bartlett, Lieutenant Randy Sutton, Corporal David D. Gresta, Officer Andrea Casal, and we have producer Will Statzer. So thanks, guys, for being available for the show. Also, our sponsors, we have Galls, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.Live, TAC-Tote.com, and we are powered by Bang Energy. And let's see, we've got uh, coming up. Um, we have another video. It's on. This is Butter on Rumble. Uh, so we've got uh, Mesa officers. They shoot a man who allegedly, allegedly fired a gun while talking with the police. You take a seat right here, man. We're talking to you because you're jaywalk, man. You almost got hit. I don't know if you noticed. As Newman squatted down by the chain link fence, the officer, officer noticed a bulge on Newman's right side. He alerted the other officer who was with him. Hey, do you have a gun on you? What's that on the left on, on the left hand side? Don't reach for it. Put your hands on your head. The first officer approached Newman as the second officer remained several feet back. The officer told Newman that it looked like he had a gun and pointed to his right side. Put your hands on your head, please. Why? Because it looks like you have a gun right there. And, and the Newman reaches with his right hand to his rear waistband and starts to stand up. The first officer was standing right next to Newman and reaches for Newman's hands while asking Newman what he has. That's not it. I'm going to shoot your gun. Look. Okay, chill out. I'm going to shoot your gun, man. Don't shoot me. I got a gun. What do you have? I ain't got a gun. Don't. Newman reaches with both hands towards his waistband and pulls out a handgun and fires one round. That's when the second officer shot back. I ain't got a gun. Don't make me shoot him. Don't make me shoot him. So around 9.30, we have two uh, Mesa Police Department officers pulling over a man for a civil traffic stop. The man seemed evasive, did not want to stop. So it was while officers spoke, spoke to him, he's later identified as 54-year-old Paul Newman, that he fired a weapon at them and the police returned fire. So the, his injuries are not believed to be life-threatening uh, and neither officer was injured. It was learned that Newman had a $100,000 warrant out for his arrest for possession of dangerous drugs. And he also had a large quantity of illegal drugs in his backpack at the time too. Um, man, the uh, the cops got really close to this guy and uh, and the cop thought that he saw a gun. I thought he said it was in the guy's, on the right side of his pants. Uh, but when I, when I saw the gun produced, the, the guy, the bad guy had it in his left hand. Look, it's at night, not a great video quality, but a, a, a wild video to watch comments on this guys. Mm, yeah. Um, this is one of those scenarios where, um, I don't like the patty cake. Um, if, if you think this guy's got a gun and he's squirreling around being a no person, as Brett would say, um, either hit him so hard as his as they say, his, his family falls down or, um, or do something else to stop him from moving. So the cover officer was on the spot, did a, did a wonderful job of, of getting on the trigger and staying on the trigger until the threat fell down. Um, but guys, if, if you're saying, I see a gun, I think I see a gun there. And he's squirreling around, putting his hands behind his back and fishing, fishing around in his waistband and you're pulling his shirt up. No, no, he needs to be unconscious on the spot, one way or the other. 
stop playing patty cake with these people and do, and do what you need to do to, to, to uh, keep yourself safe. Thanks, Corporal Dave. Uh, Captain Brett. I see gun, I shoot. <laughs> that was easy. Hey, you should write one of those books, those uh, children's books, Brett. You know, that's... I'm not, that's allowed, I'm not allowed around children, but go ahead. <laughs> Uh, right, Will. Remember, remember, Will. Oh, never mind. I don't think you even talked to Will, uh, Lieutenant Randy. You know, but but here's the problem that that we have we have um, so devolved the the police. You know, these these officers are scared to death to take the appropriate action, um, and we see it time after time after time. It drives me crazy watching some of these videos because you know that if they use the proper amount of force at the outset of these incidents. Um, then they wouldn't be facing some of the challenges that they are now facing. So well, this is a systemic problem in our law enforcement community. And uh, I'm, unfortunately, I'm not seeing any light at the end of the table yet. Yeah, you know, thanks, Lieutenant. You know, yeah, when I was watching that video, because I'm, I'm looking at the body cam, it, it kind of forced me to look at the uh, the bad guy's right side. And, and all my attention was there. And, and of course, he produced the gun you know, with the, with the left hand, you know, um, and you're always trying to, I know like when John Newman, uh, chief Newman watches the show, uh, or, or watches the videos for the show, he doesn't like to read anything about, it. he just wants to watch the video and find out that way what happened and make, and make and not to do a, a, a rush the judgment, but he doesn't want to, to alter his perception of what's going down with a narrative. He just wants to see what happens. So, uh, so yeah, I, 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 it was, it was wild watching that thing go down. If there's no more comments, we'll move to our next one then. Let's see, I've got a, another video. It's on Rumble. This is Butter. Body cam video of an officer involved shooting that happened outside a, uh, a Absican uh, dollar store. Hands up. One custody, Keep your hands up. Sorry, Looks like a fake gun in his pocket. It's going to be Jalil with it. Have him at gunpoint now. Stop, stop, stop. Shoot, stop, shoot.
And uh, Dollar General store. And so uh, we've got, this is in New Jersey. So authorities released this body cam video of the uh, officer-involved shooting happened outside this Dollar General store in Abzican earlier this year. The video from eight body cameras. Yes, they 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 merged them pretty well, though, I thought. It shows moments leading up to the May 24th shooting of 37-year-old Jalal Witted. And uh, so the police responded to this Dollar General store after reports of a shooting that happened inside the store. Um, the arriving officer <laughs> found uh, our bad guy witted standing in the store with a handgun protruding from his right pocket. So, yeah, we've got another situation like that. So our bad guy refuses to drop his weapon once he walks outside the store. And look, the officer's vocabulary could, is one word. Stop. That's all I could say and talk on the radio. And uh, then he lets the bad guy walk out of the store. So the control backdrop that he had ends up being a, a nightmare scenario uh, once the guy leaves. But the video captures a bad guy saying, shoot me before shots are fired. It, it, hap it takes a while, minutes of the video before the bad guy gets shot. But Mr. Witted then reaches for and places his hand inside or on the handgun in his right pocket, at which time five officers discharged the duty weapons at him. And he was taken to a hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. So we've got five cops unloading on him and uh, and he survives. I, I know, Randy. Um no, but but it, it's it, Brett. I'm preaching to the choir because Brett always says cops. We just can't shoot that accurately. We got 10 seconds before the next commercial break, David. Yeah, what, what am I supposed to say in 10 seconds? There's there was so much, so many things that were right that happened right, and but so many that were wrong. All right, and we'll get to them on the other side. We'll be right back. All right, so look, how best to watch our show. So we are using StreamYard now, and from StreamYard, we're able to stream at the five sources. So we stream our uh, live show, which is every Monday evening, 7 o'clock Eastern time. It's on, uh, well, heck, we got YouTube. We've got two Facebook uh, pages. We've got LinkedIn and also on Twitter. So all five of those, our live show gets streamed to. And then Producer Will takes this 90-minute live show, and he splits it up in the five segments. He embeds the videos that we talk about pictures of the good guys and the bad guys, and he uploads those, those to YouTube Tuesday through Saturday, and I put them on Rumble. So it makes for a, a, a great way to watch the show, especially since the videos are embedded into it. We're also on the free press with uh, Brian Burns at TampaFP.com, so please check that out. And also, guys, uh, look, our, our store at LeoRoundtable.com. Uh, I've got a lot of cool shirts now, mugs. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, copy Randy, but go to the Wounded Blue first. And then when you're done shopping at the Wounded Blue site, come over to the Leo Roundtable and we got some cool gear that you guys can get as well. Welcome back to the Leo Roundtable show. Uh, Corporal David, sorry to cut you off. The floor is yours though. No, I, it, in the beginning you had two and then three officers confront this guy in front of the store. They, the, the one officer they, they corralled this guy at the front of the store, and one of the officers actually had the forethought or was looking at the scenario and said, let's get a good backdrop. They saw the gun in his, in his pocket, sticking out of his pocket. So he was thoughtful enough to say, let's get a good backdrop on this guy. Watch your crossfire, which was good. We didn't really understand how badly his partner was going to react when he had the panic attack a short little bit later, but... Be that, that's a whole nother story. But the three of them were there. They had a vehicle in front of them that should have been their cover. And they, they could have stayed there, kept him corralled, and done what they had to do from very close range. And the minute that his hand went to that gun, 
They would have been up close and personal. They could have put shots on target, at least two of them anyways, and gotten the job done. But instead, other officers started showing up and started screaming from the background. But then one officer said, let one person talk. But then he kept running his mouth and trying to direct the show. So it was this constant, okay, that was good, but then that was bad. Then the female shows up and she's screaming from way back in the parking lot and then decides after everybody else starts shooting, well, I might as well get a couple of rounds off downrange. Why not? The building's behind him. So she cracks off a couple of rounds and then it then starts going into it. And then everybody's just kind of running around in circles and supervisors have absolutely no control. There's watch out for the evidence. Good. But then they started collecting guns. Whose gun is this? Uh, that's Jimmy's gun. Well, give me that gun. Whose gun is that? And there, there's no concept of chain of custody of, listen, guys, you get in a shooting, put your gun back in your holster once it's done, back in your holster, and that thing doesn't come back out until the whole situation is done and you are in the presence of at least your, your, FO, your union rep and whoever's investigating the case when you go, okay, I'm turning over my firearm, and that's it. But this... It was this amazing mix of, okay, that was good, but oh my God, that was bad. All mixed together in this constantly evolving mess in this parking lot that, and then the, and then the mother comes running from the background screaming. Ah! I mean, it was, it was beautiful. It was just absolutely fantastic. I looked it up. It's a small town in New Jersey. I wish John was here so he could tell us what exit it's off of. But it's, it's a little place in New Jersey, a little town in New Jersey. I think the entire department ended up in the parking lot. God bless them. But, wow, guys, if that's not a learning experience for you, I, I don't know what it was. Half the department, I think, knew the guy, too, because they were calling him by first name. It was, it's a, 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 a wow kind of a video. You know, uh, producer, thank you, Corporal David. Producer Will, when we uh, when we play the video portion on our video platforms, we need the I, I need you to zoom in on Andrea's face while David is describing the scenario because that that's just priceless. Uh, let, let me tell you why. Because everything he just explained was I was sitting there like I don't know what to even say on this one because everything that he just said was what was going on in my head when I was sitting here watching this. I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh, good. Oh, bad. Like. The whole thing, that was exactly it. I have no idea how he got in my head, but that's pretty scary. The whole thing, almost to a T, I was just like, what? And I actually, the guy, the, the officer that had the panic attack, the thing that's very funny is that's probably how most officers would feel today because they don't know. Do I use force? Do I not use force? What am I allowed to do? What should I not do? You know, I don't know. The guy has a gun. Should I? I mean, <laughs> so it was actually very funny. I mean, thank, good job, Dave. <laughs> That was that was exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what to take. <laughs> Some things were really good. Some things were super bad. All right. Well, good commentary, guys. If there's nobody else, oh Brett, I just saw you, Captain. Go ahead. First off, Andrea, I would call the shrink if CP takes walk-ins and emergencies tonight to get in there and get David out of your head. But uh, yeah, that officer panicked. It was there was panic, and and it showed the officer behind him showed the, this officer was panicking leaning against his car i guess he thought that was cover leaning against his car not going back to it leaning against his car now i'll bet you i'll bet you chip you put that cop on a range in a static environment he cannot hit a target at that distance so the question wow. is why were you pulling the trigger instead of going to cover if you have no chance of hitting the target if there's somebody closer than you 
why are you shooting that gun numerous times? And you know why? Everybody else was shooting. Yeah, and, and, right. and to add to add into that, as the again, there was so much. And as Brett reminded me, then there's two officers that show up on the scene. They both have shotguns. Um, and I, I believe they were the ones from whatever range they were probably, it had to have been, what do you say, Brett, probably at least 35 or, or 40 yards with a shotgun, which isn't bad for double-eyed buck. Okay, if that's what they're shooting. They're, they're going to put a couple of pellets on target, which it appears that's what happened. And then those two guys, once the guy went down, people are still screaming and yelling about where's the gun and it's on the ground and he doesn't have it and so on and so forth. And they got together and said, on me, and they went up and pinned the guy to the ground and started to commence with handcuffing, which also went strangely bizarre. But again, it, it, it was a lot of good and then a, lo a lot of bad. You know, I saw the guy, all the shots are fired and the guy's still doing this. He's, you can almost hear him going, um, am I supposed to do something at this particular point right here? I, I hear gunshots. Is there a command coming? He's still standing after all those shots. Oh, my God. Well, he was confused. And so, Brett, to that point is every time you, you know, you hear all the time, let one person speak. Yeah. Stop everybody yelling. You know, once they're all yelling, the bad guy gets confused. You know, it's easy to tear that apart in court. Yeah, he's not, he's not he's not listening anyway. That's but now right. you, ha you have this cacophony of noise. But, and, and so they're going to go. The, the guy didn't, he didn't uh, uh, listen to my command. So we shot him. Really, he's not, all he's hearing is, especially from that one officer who's leaning against a car. I'm going to teach you at the next academy talking about cover. Yeah, lean against your car. That'll work. But more power to the officer that did say, hey, you're in the line of fire. Get out of the line of fire. Like, move. <laughs> like, get away. A lot of good, a lot of bad. I don't know. Thanks, guys, for being here. Hey, thanks to all the people that donated and supporting the show. Appreciate it. Um, and uh, look, uh, what, a, what a great show. Uh, I'm sorry we lost Randy towards the end. I was kind of curious what he was said about the Las Vegas uh, factor. But uh, thanks to Gauls for sponsoring the show, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.Live, TAC-Tote.com, and also to Bang Energy, which we'll be getting some more of shortly uh, for fueling the show. Hope everybody has a wonderful and a safe week.